Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years. And now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Slice of Life. You know, we're here every week, and you never know who we might talk to. In fact, the doctor is in today, so we're going to talk to Dr. Neil Dashkoff in just a moment from the Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. But if you have any ideas for guests or folks you'd like me to talk to, I welcome your suggestions. Please feel free to call me here at Entercom Radio. My direct line is 843 843- 0651-843-0651. Or certainly uh, hit me up on social media. You know, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I welcome your suggestions and feedback on the show. I love doing the show. Um, you never know who's going to be on from week to week. And it's a real pleasure for me to talk to so many wonderful people from all walks of life here throughout the Western New York region. Well, making his debut, the doctor is indeed in the house. Dr. Neil Dashkoff is here. He is the medical director of the Cardiac Cath Lab at Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. Good morning, doctor. Welcome. Good morning, Brenda. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. And first and foremost, I should ask you, um, what exactly is a cardiac cath lab, Dr. Dashkoff? A cath lab is uh, a facility for diagnosis and treatment of heart disease. And the basic instrument is a, a thin, long, soft plastic tube that's used to thread in a vein or an artery. And then that's used to make various pressure measurements and to take motion picture films, x-ray films of the heart and blood vessels. Now, you don't enter into this lightly. Obviously, when you have a patient on the table having a procedure, you must suspect that there's something going on with with that person's heart, right? Oh, sure. Does this help you definitively diagnose what their problem might be? Usually, that's the case. Basically, you, you know there's a problem. You suspect it from certain what we call non-invasive studies and, of course, talking to the patient. And so you have an idea of what the problem is, and what you're doing is trying to define it. If there are blockages, to, to get a good roadmap to see where the blockages are and how severe they are, and a, a variety of other things. See how the heart muscle is moving, measure the pressures in the heart and lungs, and that's just the beginning. There's been a tremendous evolution in what the cath lab does over the years. You must be delighted to be there. I remember when it opened, I came to the uh, opening party, and you spoke there, and the place was filled with many people. And it was pretty exciting to see this high-tech, beautiful facility right inside Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. You've probably heard the commercials running on our sister station, Dr. Dashkoff. We talk about the bridge to wellness. So... Tell me, why would somebody come to this cath lab? Why should somebody travel over those two bridges to come and see you? Well, I think the important question is why would people leave from Niagara County, leave the other direction over those two bridges to go get their procedure done downtown Buffalo or South Buffalo, which is what had been happening for a number of years before that. There's a great need in Niagara County for the management of heart disease, the diagnosis and treatment. So that really is a major impetus for why New York State gave their permission for a cath lab up in Niagara Falls. Um, And the other part of that, of course, is the management of heart attack. That's become a a real problem globally um, because a, a standard heart attack, of course, is when a coronary artery closes completely 
usually from a blood clot forming on top of a cholesterol plaque. And when that happens, heart muscle starts to die very quickly so that under those conditions of relatively no flow, about half the heart muscle being supplied by that artery is dead within one hour. No so time to waste. Not really. If you're thinking about transferring a patient, having a heart attack, and the transfer time itself takes 45 minutes or more, right. you're losing very valuable Value valuable time. Time is muscle is what, what, the, what the quote is. Yeah, time is muscle, no doubt about that. And mm-hmm. I remember somebody at the hospital telling me uh, something that really shook me, that there are folks who are coming to the hospital but don't make it in time, and they pass away on the Grand Island Bridge. I mean, have you heard of instances like that? Or they're um, in some serious trouble on the bridge? You know, if you're in the business long enough, you've, you've, you've <laughs> heard all kinds of stories of that kind. I mean, the so-called sudden cardiac death of a patient uh, really being in the street, and the first thing they, they do is keel over and die. and So that's not unusual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up the point about um, the need for a center such as yours in Niagara County because um, I'm, I'm told that Niagara County has one of the highest cardiovascular disease rates in the country. So having that kind of accessibility is truly life-saving. Um, why do you think that's the case, though, doctor? Um, do, you, do you want to get into some of those risk factors that we, uh, we seem to hear about so often? And, and why, in particular, would Niagara County be you know, one of those areas that really requires this kind of uh, accessibility? Oh, you bet. I mean, I think the answer is not precisely known why it's true that there are pockets in the country and within each state there are regions that are higher than other regions. Western New York, Niagara County in particular, has a high incidence of uh, coronary disease and heart disease and stroke. And um, while we don't know, we suspect it has to do with a number of factors. Their diet and obesity is a big one. Access to cheap, I say cheap, relatively inexpensive cigarettes uh, that patients in Western New York are able to go to the reservation to get their cigarettes. Indeed. Lack of exercise and cold mm-hmm. weather, that may be changing with global warming. But uh, those things, diet, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, tend to be uh, higher in, in the pocket areas like western New York and certain states in, along the Mississippi Del- mm-hmm. Delta, Alabama, Arkansas. That's have a very high incidence of heart disease and coronary artery disease. That's fascinating because you certainly can't blame cold weather on that. No, the cold weather factor is not there, but there, smoking is endemic, and obesity also is endemic. And the other part is it tends to be higher in uh, low and middle-income environments. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, income does has something to do with lifestyle, and lifestyle has something to do with coronary artery disease. Yeah, no question. There's a connection. And what a one-two punch with uh, smoking and obesity. Yeah, it is. It, they, it, they are cumulative. You're yes. absolutely right. It's not not additive one plus one equal two. But right. Kind of go one plus three plus five, that kind of thing. Sure. And unfortunately, in my family, I have some experience with that. Uh, my husband had triple bypass surgery about 10 years ago, and uh, we have a common interest. Uh, my mother-in-law, you treated for many years, and she loved you to the moon and back. Really would speak so highly of you, Dr. Dashkoff. To this day, 
family members still speak uh, with reverence about the way you took care of her. Well, we, th- we actually speak with reverence about your, 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 about Katie. She yes, was a wonderful woman. Yeah, indeed. And, um, you know, they joke, my, my husband's family has kind of a dark sense of humor, and I think it's helped them get past some of these health issues. And they talk about the family crest being, you know, the zipper down their chest, uh, because so many family members have had open heart surgery, right. including my husband. So, uh, when he was diagnosed with the Widowmaker, uh, I was far more shaken by the whole process, and he, he was very calm and cool about it. But uh, fortunately, you know, 10 years have gone by, and, you know, I'm on him all the time to eat a healthier diet and exercise. So there are certainly things within our control that can help us maintain good cardiovascular health. Would you say diet is number one or no, no smoking, doctor? Which one do you put higher up on the list? Oh, you know, you've got to give credit to both of those things. Uh, smoking cessation is is paramount. It, it ought to be 100%. Uh, there's no compromise there. It, no smoking. It, it's a toxin. Right. Um, and not even now, a little bit is good. No. Not, <laughs> uh, now, dieting is very important. Keeping a lean, lean body weight is very important. And getting there by by eating a, a diet that's that's uh, low in saturated fats is very important. And controlling your cholesterol, right? And being active as part of that. If you can be active, do thirty to forty minutes of exercise, aerobic exercise, mm-hmm. you know, four or five times a week at a minimum, really does help in controlling hypertension, your weight blood sugar. I think stress relief too, don't you? Just to big big time. Yeah. It is. It's People are able to handle the, the usual stressors much better if they get some exercise. Absolutely. I notice a difference yeah. both mentally and physically if I don't exercise regularly. How much though does genetics factor in, you know, given my my husband's family's situation? It was almost I think in his mind a foregone conclusion that he was going to have heart surgery. Unfortunately, it's a it's a real factor. It does it does is it, a biochemical background to it, and it probably has to do in part with cholesterol metabolism mm-hmm. and the way it's processed within tissues like blood vessels. Um, so it is it is genetic. It is important. Uh, you can't get away from it. Right. You can't, can't change the genes. No, you can't <laughs> get around it. So, you, so what you have to do is focus heavily on on other factors and mm-hmm. all the other factors you know be as good as you can get if it happens to run in your family and and it does work i mean i, I i'm aware of certain examples i can't use use names on the phone sure <laughs> but um where where the entire family is affected but but one or two individuals are not at all affected mm. And yet they have they have certain family markers that say well maybe they should be yeah but but no they live a very good lifestyle and uh, and uh, no evidence of disease. Before we take our break, I have to ask you: You look like you're in fine shape, Doctor Dashkoff, and certainly you have a high stress job. For goodness' sake, how do you oh, maintain? <laughs> <laughs> how do you maintain a, a, a healthy weight and a stress free? No, nobody is stress free. Well, but, yeah, how yeah. do you mitigate stress? Well, first of all, you ignore it. <laughs> Yeah, don't pay okay. any attention whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, no, I, have, I happen to believe in exercise. Up until very recently, I was, and uh, I'm still thinking of getting back to it, uh, you know, sort of long-distance runner. Oh. And, uh, you know, had the run as high and get up there at 4 in the morning, get out there wow. when no one can bother you, you know. Right. 
And yeah, it's a it's a great stress reliever, and among other things. So. Yes, yes, we all need it. that in one form or another. Yeah, it yeah, feels good do. to get those endorphins, doesn't it? Absolutely, get that little rush going on. Great charge. That's yeah, what. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it becomes addictive. I think it is in it a is. way. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, in the next segment uh, a little more with Doctor Doctor Neil Dashkoff. Uh, we'll be back right after this, and stay with us because there's no copay. The doctor's here, but there's no copay. We'll be back right after this. news about the latest happenings around the Buffalo Niagara region, contact Brenda during the week at 843-0651. That's 843-0651. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. As always, we couldn't do the show without Kevin Carr, who's pushing all the right buttons across the glass from us. The K car driving us in the right direction, as always. Thank you, Kevin. We're here with Dr. Neil Dashkoff, and that's probably a name you've heard over the years because Dr. Dashkoff has been around for a while, and he is the medical director of the Cardiac Cath Unit at the Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. That's a mouthful, Dr. Dashkoff. Is that the right term and description for your title? Yeah, by that. <laughs> <laughs> now, being the director, does that mean that you oversee the other physicians in the cardiac unit, or are you still practicing with patients in addition to seeing, you know, all the, overseeing the doctors well, and nurses? All of the above. Mm-hmm. And basically, you're responsible for um, quality of, of the cath lab, performance of, of a good, solid, safe procedure um, for all of our patients. And uh, fortunately, we have a, a Cadre of, of participating cardiologists who are doing first-class work, um, and the institution. That particular facility is a beautiful unit. It's a it's a charmer. So it's easy. It's starting off with very good material, and um, then being responsible for the data collection, submission to a number of registries, the state health department, things like that. Um, but it's a good group. It's an easy it's an easy show to manage, to tell you the truth. It's great to hear. And, you know, we should t- probably talk about the unique collaboration, too, between Catholic Health, Kaleida, ECMC, and the Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. Um, because that's kind of unusual in your business, right? There's uh, usually not this kind of collaborative effort. It is. It is unique. I mean, I'm not sure I can think of any other locale in the country that has this kind of... Uh, uh, collaboration between different entities that that ordinarily compete with one another. Right. So there, the the partners are Kaleida Health, Catholic Health, Erie County Medical Center, and Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. And what they did was unselfishly come together and uh, decide that such a unit was necessary for Niagara County, and they were going to place it at uh, Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. And so far, they've uh, done a very good job in supporting the institution. So the patient really was priority number one, right? Mm-hmm. Because you had you have these competitors who have decided to collaborate. Correct. And, and you've helped save lives because 
I remember it was back in April of 2017 when you opened. And uh, from the information I was given from your staff, close to 100 lives have been saved at your facility. Many of those folks would not have survived a trip to Buffalo. That's hard to say. You know, um, we think that we've done a very good job, and and along the way we we probably have saved some lives. Um, Importantly, we've probably been able to save muscle that might have been uh, gone Mm -hmm. by the time they got to another facility. So so I think that uh, it's done a very credible job, and so far the statistics have been... uh, very, very good. It's got to make you feel good, Dr. Dashkoff. Um, you know, on your website, there's a lot of information about the Heart Center. And one of the lines that struck me was, remember that minutes matter. So let's talk a little bit about the symptoms um, that would prompt somebody to go to the, to the medical center, to the cath lab in particular. What are some of the classic symptoms that we should be aware of? Well, the classic symptom is sort of mid-sternal, mid-chest discomfort, what's called a Levine sign, and it's pressure. It may not be pain, in fact. Uh, Pain is, uh, oftentimes people will tell you, I don't feel pain, I feel the squeezing or Mm -hmm. pressure or burning. And it's classical when it's center and it happens to radiate to the left arm, but we all know that there's plenty of patients in which the uh, symptom is really non-typical, atypical, so they may only have arm pain. They may only have right arm pain. Really? They may only have pain in, in between the shoulder blades oh. or in the jaw. That, that's a good one because hardly anything else in medicine that will give you jaw pain, mm-hmm. maybe exception of a toothache, but <laughs> right. it's, a, it's usually cardiac. So that's, that's the protean distribution of pain. And, of course, there are people who really don't get it. They may have just indigestion. That's what they think they have. It's sort of upper abdominal indigestion, nausea. They might even have uh, retching. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, breaking out in a, a sweat, mm-hmm. cold sweat, and perhaps shortness of breath. As a warning sign, they may get these symptoms for days or, or mm-hmm. even weeks before the heart attack when they exert themselves. And then, of course, it goes away, and they think they're fine until it occurs and it persists. And that's probably when the vessel's completely closed and um, they're, they're symptomatic in the throes of a heart attack. Wow. Uh, do you see that often, that people wait to sort of that last moment? All too often. Mm-hmm. What happen- I, I'm not even sure the reason why. I think in, in, in certain circumstances, they're simply not aware of what it is. They, they, they think it is indigestion. And in other circumstances, I think they are wishing it away. Yes. Whatever it is. That, and, and instead of seeking attention immediately. You know, Doc, one of my favorite sayings is denial is not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that there's some of that, too. You're afraid to admit that perhaps it is a cardiac problem. And my goodness, that opens it up to so many other problems that, that you fear. It's fear, obviously. Well, that, that's correct. I mean, no one really wants to spend the evening in an emergency room. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, but, but that's exactly where you should be mm-hmm. if you're not feeling well. And the possibility is that of a heart attack and and and. The emergency rooms that service a heart attack program, a STEMI program, mm-hmm. are designed to have a throughput that's rapid, to make the diagnosis rapidly, to get 
get the cath lab to come in and do their thing. So um, if someone is suspected of having a heart attack, that's exactly where they should be as quickly as they can be. Absolutely, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, and not assume that maybe it's something else because, as you described, some of those symptoms are kind of vague and they could certainly mimic other problems. They're but very, why take a chance? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you recommend—I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, there, there, there's a number of diagnoses that can be confused with, with that, including peptic ulcer mm-hmm. and, 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 and some serious ones, dissecting aneurysm. But uh, you, you really, if you're not sure, you want, you want to make an appearance. Do you recommend calling 911 or driving to the hospital by, I your, by yourself? Do, I would call 911. Mm-hmm. There, there are patients who get quite unstable en route to the hospital mm-hmm. and, uh, and actually need support in that moment because of rhythm disturbance. And uh, that won't happen necessarily in your own automobile if that were to happen. And we've had that happen. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know, doubt it. You yeah. don't want to do that. What's the difference, Dr. Dashkoff, between symptoms uh, between men and women? I've read many things about how it's much different for a female having a heart issue. I think that women, uh, and, and you know, I'm, from my own personal anecdotal experience, a long career, <laughs> um, I don't see the difference. Really? I, don't, I really don't. I don't, I, you know, women have a little... Statistically, a little more atypicality of their pain, um, but really the the gestalt of the symptoms, the several symptoms that a patient has when they present, I'm impressed at how similar they are, not hmm. different. That's good to know. So uh, you know, I'm, I wouldn't. You know, women often say that, and yeah. I say, don't worry about that. You don't <laughs> feel well. Just. Come in and tell me how you feel. Right, right. I'm so glad you brought that up. I think that's an important point. We're talking with Dr. Neil Dashkoff, who is uh, with the Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center, the heart center of Niagara, located right inside the Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. And it's the cardiac catheterization unit, correct, doctor? That's That's quite a mouthful. Does that fit on your business card? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to ask you, too, about some of the other things. When we talk about the heart center being a comprehensive care center. You do things like, uh, for example, EKGs and echocardiograms, angiograms, all of those things? Well, the angiogram, of course, is done in the cath lab, um, and it has a full uh, cadre of uh, non-invasive testing, nuclear scans, fusion stress tests, echocardiograms, EKG, of course, and another important unit over there, spanking unit of a cardiac rehab, they have a wonderful rehab unit with uh, m- many machines and uh, great staff. Um, and I participated myself, and it's just—it's really That's a great. wonderful unit. You mean things like treadmills? Sure, or treadmill, stairmaster, weights, and, so weights oh. and, uh, and uh, a couple of individuals who really know their business with yes. the patients. It's so important, right, for the person to get right back and kind of get maintain their or regain their strength. Really, it is. It is. There are there are people, patients who want supervised exercise Mm -hmm. after they've become members of the club, so to speak. Right. And I understand that, and it's it's reassuring. Sure. It's also safe safer to do that. Right. Makes perfect sense. I'd feel much more comfortable if I was with somebody who was trained to perhaps detect a problem. Right. You're afraid to go it alone. there are other things that you do too. Um, there's consultations, um, 
Whole, I know people have worn Holter monitors. So there's any number of diagnostic tools to help people with heart problems, correct? Correct. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a full-service hospital. The one thing that is not there is cardiac surgery, and that's where our partners come in, both uh, Catholic Health and Kaleida Health. When we think a patient has to, uh, is better served with surgery, we are, we're happy to uh, transfer the patient to that facility to, to accomplish that and get them back on their feet. Doctor, uh, as we close, how can people reach you? Uh, I'm in the book. <laughs> <laughs> or simply called Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. I would call Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. It's a, it's a great facility. Yeah, very impressive and a, a real jewel up in uh, Niagara County. Dr. Neil Dashkoff, thank you so much for coming in this morning. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Brenda. That'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. Thanks for carving out some time for us. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.